Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Horns up, talking Texas podcast, Fisher, Snacks, Crater. Nick, very exciting day. We beat Kansas this weekend. We did. Awesome. Great. Hurrah. Hurrah. We found out some interesting news about Xavier Worthy. We did. Hurrah. And we have a quarterback competition. We do. Hurrah. Uh, which, honestly, all positive. So let's, okay. let's start with Worthy. Um, because I think this is the it's all positive. This, yeah, it's all positive. The smallest part of our conversation today, because look, what's in the past is in the past. He didn't have a great sophomore season, and we can contribute to some of that being a new quarterback, right? Trying to mesh together. Sure. The, the offense didn't have like a true identity, kind of no. seemed like at times. Um, but we learned today that he was playing half the season with a broken hand. And as a wide receiver, you want both of your hands to work. So. That could definitely be some of the reason why he drop passes. Not and, broken. Yeah, not broken. So that's good news in my opinion because now he's fully healthy and Sark said that, that he's about to see a whole other version of Xavier Worthy that we haven't seen before yet. Great. Would love that. What about the quarterback situation? Moving on. Quarterback situation. We have a competition between Arch Manning and Quinn Ewers. And look, I'm not surprised and I'm not mad at it. You want your quarterbacks to be competitive. You can't have the guy just thinking he's got the job in the bag. Otherwise, maybe he doesn't play to his fullest potential. Well, he didn't even play. He didn't. He didn't play to his fullest potential. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that. Like, okay, look, another year of seasoning, another year of maturing under your belt. You know, this is technically your quote-unquote sophomore season. It's a redshirt sophomore year, so your second year with the program. This is your program right now. Don't lose it to the incoming freshman. Well, let me ask you this. Forget his rating, forget his stars, forget his, him as a recruit. Him as a player at Texas, did he do enough to lock up the starting job as a quarterback? No. So, okay, so then yes, you should have an opening at the court. You should have an open quarterback competition, at least especially if the guy coming in is, is just high, is, is, as highly recruited. Right. So if we're going based off recruiting, both guys should have an option to, you know, to start. Yeah, I mean, I guess you have a bigger sample size with Quinn just because you saw how he played early in the season, like the game against Bam and the game against OU. Like, you know, those the Bama game was a quarter. He had I, a couple nice throws in a quarter. I, I, I know what you mean. The OU game, yes. But there was times where you could see him look yeah, phenomenal great. against college de- against top college defenses. So I think that right now, Quinn's got the edge. If I really had to guess, I mean, they say it's a quarterback competition, but I'm willing to bet that it's 80% locked up. Quinn's job, maybe seventy five percent. I mean, it'd be a disaster every year if if Arch Manning was starting in October, November. That means we flopped. Yeah, well, I mean, unless he starts the season as our starting quarterback. Hey, true. I mean, if he's blowing people away, but that would be really <laughs> that really tough for Quinn, who's yeah. got who's got a Longhorn tattooed on his thigh. Yes, though. I mean, <laughs> tattoos aside, yeah, it'd be a tough look for Quinn Ewers. I mean, the guy. It seems like he has the locker room. You'd yeah. like to think that. Players love him. Cut the mullet. He means business now. 
I'd like to think that the TCU game, the Oklahoma State game, some growing pains, like we've said. Injuries, too. Injuries. Uh, if him and Worthy are both healthy, Whittington, Sanders, I mean, we talk about it time and time again. Yes, we lose Bijan, but we still have a solid running back room. I, I would like to think. This is my, look, this is the most confident I've ever been in my receiver position. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Healthy Nair coming back. Yeah. Healthy Xavier Worthy, as we just mentioned. Whittington returning for a fifth year, changing from four to 13 now, maybe new number and some new juice. You got, you know, transfer, A.D. Moore from Georgia. A.D. Mitchell, yeah. A.D. Mitchell, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm, th yeah. I'm thinking of Moore who, who decommitted from uh, Louisville, who's now a Longhorn. Yeah. Ryan Niblett. You have so many. Kane. Casey Kane, you know, yeah. like so many receivers right now that can make big impacts on your team there's, sure. there's not just one guy that takes some of the pressure off xavier now too i think opens it up i mean look at how those bama receivers flourished under sark's offense there was three of them four of them five of them right you didn't know who to who to guard and Devonte smith was the guy who reaped the benefits because he was the the least coverable he was the fastest on the field and that could end up being our xavier worthy we're at baylor and at tcu this year at iowa state at Houston, which is interesting, and obviously at Bama. A retooling Bama team. We have the tune-up game versus Rice. We go to Tuscaloosa, which the amount of guys we have returning in, the, in their turnover, it's as good of a shot as you're going to have to beat Bama as anyone's had Since in the last, last year. As anyone's had in the last decade. Since the one-point one loss. Yeah, okay. Year. Then Wyoming... I mean, at Baylor is really the big test. And then you have the tune-up game versus Kansas before the OE, before the Red River game, which we smacked them last year. Mm -hmm. So I'm not really sweating that game. I'm probably The biggest game I'm sweating is probably at TCU. We have at TCU and at Iowa State, but both those games in November, and by then we'll know. TCU always... You know, has to turn over their roster too. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna know the time we're gonna know the kind of team we have by the time we see Baylor. By the time we had the Big Twelve play in our fourth game, we're gonna know what we're dealing with. Because so we'll have the two tune-up games, uh, Rice, the Nair Revenge game versus Wyoming, and then obviously the Bama game. Mm -hmm. I just the worst case scenario for me, and when I hear quarterback competition, I look at quarterback competitions of the past in college football. The worst case scenario for me would be a situation. In which we've which we had two years ago with Casey and Hudson, where it's like, oh, who are we running out? Yeah, a different guy every week. Yeah, who are we running out? And you know, and the, who's getting right. snapped? That's not like, going to be the case here. I don't it think. Better not be. I don't think it's been the case once. Well, so look, that wasn't that wasn't Sark. That wasn't Sark. What was Sark? Hard, two years ago was with Hudson and Casey. Oh yeah, it was. Ugh. I so for some reason Melt it feels together. like that's fine. Yeah, I know it just feels like Sark's been here way less, but. Yeah, you're right. Oof. No, he start. This is this is it. Hey, this man. is year three, huh? Year. This is it. Oops. If he, I'm sorry. I know, like, oh, give him time to get his guys in there. Give him time. And I've been one of the people that have been like, hey, let let's let these guys marry no, for, for sure. a little bit. But going against everything I've probably have said in, in the past in this podcast, of give him time, like let him get his guys in the building. If we're going into the Red River game and we're three and two, like we've lost to Baylor, yeah, and we've lost to Bama, let's say that that's well, he's, he's got to get a four-year shake. Four years. If he loses five games again this year, and he's supposed to be this offense, he'll group. he'll get one crack at the ICC. They'll let they'll let's at least let him have one crack. You listed six receivers, dude. Our offensive line's pretty much coming back by and large for the most part. Yeah, 
We've got defensive, like, yeah, we lose over Sean, but like, and, and Ojomo, but we got guys on the defensive side of the football. We've, we brought in Catalan, who is one of the bigger safety recruits or, or transfers in the game mm-hmm. we, that we've seen in this NIL escapade over the last couple of years. The quarterback competition, if it's going to be a competition, let it be a competition, but the best guy better come out there and oh, make one. Yeah, 100% I agree. And they can't Archer be, Quinn. Can't be flipping, care. flopping back and forth, but. You know who I, what I, I did like? Someone who did not flip-flop back and forth or flip to Shad Choice did not go to the Rams and take that running back position job. He decides to stay at Texas. Smooth move. Their running back room is, is highly questionable. Very I mean, highly as nice questionable. as L.A. is, it, yeah, it's probably a good move on his part. Well, look, he's building his resume as a, as a running back guru, mm-hmm. right? Like, obviously, Bijan Robinson was the number one, you know, prospect to that position coming out of high school and now he's the number one prospect going into the NFL but this just continues to add to, to Shard Joyce's resume I mean you get Cedric Baxter and now we're looking at the next guy for the next class so just continue to build off that and Bijan I mean, he was Bijan at said Tech it before us yeah, right exactly well, Jameer Gibbs was there yeah and Bijan said it after his or after his combine he was like you know RBU's building over there I mean you think of our rich history, obviously. I mean, we already know who the greats are. Earl, Ricky, said, Jamal, Deontay. Deontay. Don't forget Deontay. And no, I, know I know we don't. But, like, people forget Deontay Foreman. They shouldn't. He's in the NFL right now as a running back. 100%. And Tashar Choice, you're right, is building his resume, which now has both of the top, Jameer Gibbs and Bijan. He's had a hand in, in both those guys. Yes, 100%. So, and, but so. those are the top two prospects. I mean, yeah, we'll see. How, I'll see how he comes in uh, Brooks this year. I, I'm, I'm curious to see if he, if, if it's on Brooks, splash. then maybe Baxter. Hey, freshman, best player. Seen plays. it before. I don't care. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is one one the natty is a true freshman. Yeah, let him let him Tua. If, if you're the number one running back in the country coming out of high school, you're good enough to start somewhere. Oh yeah, multiple. You could probably start in half the college, maybe more. Half the, you could start at the bottom half of the P fives at minimum if you're as good as advertised. Yeah. And, and if you're if the offensive line you're playing behind is good. Which, Wasn't J.K. Dobbins a starter freshman year and he yeah lit it yeah, up? He must have. Been. I mean, Dobbins got playing time at the minimum. The Bama guy. I mean, the it's really like oh, okay, the Bama guys that we see in the NFL. Some of them don't always get it because they're playing behind guys. Right, but now like this opens the door. You know, I mean, there's yeah. not really a definitive guy now that Roshan and Bijan are both gone. You have Brooks, but you know, is he actually the guy? Now you see freshman running back take off. We've seen it time and time again across college football. Like that's a position that can easily translate depending on age. Yeah. Like I mean, obviously, like guys build on size, but that could, that's a position where you can come in and really make your mark from from the jump. Yeah. Um, speaking basketball. of making, speaking of making our yeah. mark from the jump, locked up the two seed for the Big Twelve Championship game or for the Big Twelve Championship tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, we play the winner of Oklahoma and Oklahoma State on Thursday. I'd rather play Oklahoma State. Oklahoma, despite the record, kind of scares me. They, get, they just have some guards that can go off. Yeah, I agree. And look, they're always going to play us with all their might and will because we're their biggest rival in, mm-hmm. in the conference, right? So Yeah, I'd rather see OK State. Yeah. Um, but going to that Kansas game, I mean, you got to touch on it. Wilson had a fine game. Harris did not shoot well. McCullers fouled trouble, did not shoot that well. But, I mean, again, we discussed this Kansas team. I just got it up on my phone right now. I just wanted to see the minutes they played. I mean, of the five starters, Grady Dick played the lowest minutes. It was 28 minutes. We talked about it. They're, they're spread thin. Yeah. I mean, this is a Kansas team. If their starters are not cooking, they don't have guys they could supplement them with. Whereas the Horns, I mean, dude, we had 32 points off the bench. I mean, 23 from, you know, yeah, to yeah. go. I mean, he's 
great, greatest six man of all time. <laughs> He's literally basketball. the managed noble of college Sir basketball. Jabari. Sir, Sir Jabari, motherfucking rice. Well, you know what I liked is I heard in the broadcast that someone said like when he was getting recruited to play at Texas, they're like, you're not going to start. He goes, that's okay. Just as long as I'm in when it's towards the end of the game and you want to win basketball games. Bro, if you want to win, I better be in at the end of the game, which I'm I'm all in on. All in on? Who takes the last shot for us? Him. Yeah. Or Carr. But mainly him. Mainly him. <laughs> mainly Serge Jabari Rice takes the last shot for the horns. Yeah, he's cold. He's cold. Dude, 23 points, seven You know what's boards? funny is, what? the, is the shot fake, too, that they always talk about. It's great. That I see nonstop. Like, you would think that guys would stop biting by now, but he just... Every game, just bop, 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 shot fake, shot fake, shot fake, and it works every time. I mean, because he's such a threat. I know. He's like he's a threat. Bishop, DeSue. DeSue I mean, is really coming together. He's getting hungry. We're getting hot late. Look, I, I'm not saying we have to win this tournament here, because we don't, but it would be really nice to head to the tourney with the Big 12 championship dub. I, I got, would I'm that lock us as a one seed if, that, if we won the Big 12 championship here? It might, yeah. It might. Um, I gotta let me look at the final. Bracket. I mean, like I being the, the Big Twelve champion, yeah, in the toughest conference in college basketball. That's got to give you a one seed. I mean, the way I just, it depends on how everything else shakes out. Okay, God, can't even see this. It's so such a small bracket. Um, yeah, I mean, like you would literally need glasses to see that. Uh, I mean, it's which you don't have, which I don't have glasses. I mean, yeah, I mean, if we win, it just depends on how everything else shakes out, right? Does Purdue win theirs? I'm assuming Houston's going to be a number one seed. Does if UCLA wins the Pac 12? Well, I'm just saying, if we win, then that means Kansas does not win, so we would take maybe their spot. Yeah, I mean, that would be pretty uh, because they really only won the regular season Big 12 championship by half a game. Yeah, I mean, okay, so Baylor has Iowa State. So West Virginia Tech goes and plays Kansas. That's that's, that's shaky for Kansas. Kansas, you don't want to see West Virginia. Or Tech. No, both of those are tough teams. I actually feel better about Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. I mean, we're going to have to see probably – TCU, who just beat us, Kansas, Kansas State. State yeah. You know, both those games are really tough. I would love to see Kansas State again. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and, and or TCU it, or T. Yeah, I would love to see either of those teams again. Because and I would love for teams. I would love to see Baylor. Yep. I would love to try Baylor again. If we could beat Baylor in the Big Twelve Tournament Championship, like it's like a big if. Like it's, again, you have games to get there. Then that proves to me this is this we could win it all. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying we will. Because there's a lot of there's a lot of weird basketball that's been happening. There's a lot of good teams. There's a lot of teams that play a similar game to us. Look, that's March. It's bound to have some weirdness happen. Yeah, but if Texas wins the Big Twelve and we get an opportunity to knock off either the TCU Kansas State teams, which is great, and then Baylor, this is a team that can do it. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, horns up. Talking Texas. We will see you guys next time. Huck and horns.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.